Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, Browns fans. Um, This is the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. I'm your host. Steve Gill. That was a tough one to swallow last night. Um, Of course, uh, this is the Fanatical L's Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. Um, I'm sure as we woke up today, everyone was realizing that uh, Nick Chubb will not be playing again for the Cleveland Browns this season. Uh, MCL, ACL, PCL tear in his knee. He had the same injury, I believe, against Tennessee in 2015 when he was a member of the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, He came back from that. Don't know if he's going to come back from this. But as we sit here and um, overreact to last night's game, uh, which I will not do, um, the season is not lost. It's not over. Um. There are disturbing trends, um, but uh, and you cannot lay the blame on one individual in this game. Um, let's just let's just take a look at at what happened. Um, Deshaun Watson just doesn't seem to be comfortable. Um, he's just. The game is still a little too fast for him. Uh, now, he bounced back last week in bad weather in the second half and had a better game than he did in the first. Uh, he had moments, but still, it just doesn't seem he's comfortable. Um, it, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's almost to the point of uh, chaotic. Um, while the Browns did have a chance to win, and the only reason they had a chance to win is because of their defense. And I'm not still not going to overreact to the defense. I said on a, uh, on a podcast on this network after the, uh, after the Bengals game that I was going to wait till after week six to decide if I was going to crown this as a great defense. But the defense kept them in a game last night. 
I don't know if it was the defense or the fact that Kenny Pickens, Kenny Pickett is a a a terrible quarterback. I mean, the, the Steeler offense is a terrible offense. If they can't run the ball, which they could not last night, because of the Browns' defense, they are not a great offense. I mean, zero plays in the red zone. I don't even think they got past the 30. Uh, nine first downs, four fourteen on third down. In the fourth quarter, they generated a negative seven yards of offense, and they still won by four points. This was my biggest worry, and the pregame show we did, I did yesterday with John, um, the history that the Steelers and Browns in Pittsburgh, that was kind of in the back of my mind. The entire time, uh, I thought this might be the team that could get past that. Obviously not. Um, of course, uh, you, give me any team that would lose a stud player in the first quarter and still overcome it. If the Tennessee Titans lost Derrick Henry in the first quarter, I don't think they could win a game win that game. I, you know, it, it, this was, this was team wise as deflating as anything you ever saw. You could see it in the player's eyes, but you can blame a few people. First of all, Kevin Stefanski, some of his play calls, very, very questionable, very, very questionable. I still don't understand why they're not using Elijah Moore as a weapon more um, and I'm talking about running plays. I'm talking about quick hitting plays, a little quick slant, um, that kind of stuff. Um, Harrison Bryant, what, what, uh, what is he doing on the field? Uh, I, he, he, he's not a very good blocking tight end. And that first, I mean, I know the ball was overthrown, but I mean, you got to go up and get that on that first pick six, the tackle situation. The tackle situation has been a nagging thing for me since preseason. Um, I thought DeWan Jones played well because of a rookie and who he was playing against, but Jedrick Wills, oh my God, he has got to be the worst left tackle in the NFL right now. He is terrible, just terrible. Um, Deshaun Watson got flustered. When is the last time you saw not one, but two face mask penalties against your starting quarterback? That's ridiculous. Show a little composure. I mean, you're a franchise quarterback, and I'm not going to mention the money. The money thing comes up with fans all the time. They use that as a way to put down this team and that quarterback. But losing your composure at key points and holding penalties, oh, my God, penalties composure, special teams. Can we sign somebody who will at least catch a punt? DPJ had his worst game I think I've ever seen. Letting the ball go over his head. I mean, yeah, on one drive they started at their five and they went down and and they, and they scored, uh, which was great to see. Um, I thought maybe, just maybe, the franchise quarterback would lead the Browns back. Uh, but then Kevin Stefanski, uh, he still had a timeout at the two-minute warning. Um, a few different play calls would have made the difference. Uh, 
Um, I was really thinking that they could go. And yeah, I know. I a lot of people just gave up on this team, even when they were up by three. Uh, I still had hope that they he could lead the team down for a victory. But you got to look at Kevin Stefanski's record. Uh, when trailing by four or more points in the fourth quarter, he's one in 23 as a head coach. And that one victory came last year against Tampa. That's a problem. That is a big problem. Now, should he be fired? No, he shouldn't be fired. I, I'm not ready for a rebuild. I, I've had enough rebuilds with this team. Not ready for another one. Um, so Jerome Ford, I thought he played well. Uh, 104 yards on 16 carries. Um, the problem with Jerome Ford is when you run him over, run him up the line uh, in the middle, you know, over guards and the center, he gets three yards, maybe four, as opposed to Nick Chubb, who will get seven or eight. That's the difference. So, um, short week, which is good. Get this out of your brains. It's a short week. They play two more home games before the bye. They get a Tennessee team, which is beatable. Um, I watched the uh, the Titans-Chargers game last week. And the Chargers, they have scored 56 points in two games and are 0-2. Think about that. 56 points in two games and you're 0-2? Uh, the Titans will... We'll run Derrick Henry a ton. He's a big back. He's a bruising back. We're about to find out how our defense can stop the run. They sure the heck did it last night. Uh, they had little problems with Chris Warren, but Najee Harris, what? He had one big run, I think. But overall, uh, they were very good at, at stopping the run. Even when they, had, they didn't have two of their starting corners, um, the defense still brought the pressure, uh, but they've got six days to figure this out. Six days. I'm glad it's a short week. Um, like I said, got to find a punt returner, got to move on from Jedrick Wills next year. I don't know what they can do with him this year. Um, they over protected Dewan Jones last night because while well, he was going up against TJ Watt which left Jedrick Wills on an island, and we saw what that was like. Uh, don't want to ever see that again. But um, the good news is they've got, like I said, two home games, then a bye week. Then they got to play a tough San Francisco team, uh, which may be the best team in the NFL right now. We don't know. It's too early to tell. It's only week two. I am not going to give up on this season yet. Um, the sky is not falling. Um, if this defense continues to play like they did, they can keep this team afloat until the offense starts starts to feel more comfortable. That's that's just it. I'm, you're watching the game last night, and you know what I'm talking about. You're watching the game, and it just every time they got on offense, you just felt uncomfortable. <sighs> Let's take a break for uh, some commercials, and we'll come back and talk about the AFC North and running back options. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, AFC North. Browns are now 1-1. One one. Baltimore is 2-0. and oh. uh, Cincinnati is 0-2. Oh Pittsburgh is 1-0. and oh. um, Baltimore is 2-0 and oh because of one reason. They have a healthy Lamar Jackson. Their offense still isn't clicking. I also watched the Cincinnati Ravens game last week. Their offense still is not clicking. But the difference between the Browns and the Ravens, the Ravens have a completely healthy Lamar Jackson. And the Browns have a healthy Deshaun Watson, but one who is just doesn't quite. It's just there's a something missing in him this this time around he can't hit the long ball in 2020 he led the league in deep passes so we browns fans know he can we know he can do it he's just got to be more comfortable he's got to have better reads um cincinnati's 0-2 with a quarterback who has a calf injury to his right leg a lot of people will say well what's the big deal about that well that's his plant leg that's the leg he plants when he throws the ball and He's, he admitted after the game it was still bothering him. Pittsburgh, they have they are like the Browns. They have a defense that is outstanding, even without Cam Hayward. Their problem is they have no offense whatsoever. Um, they need to either change quarterbacks, change offensive coordinators, or do both. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say this will be the first losing season for um, Mike Tomlin. I just can't see how they survive the next 15 games with uh, that offense. It's it's just terrible. He, he uh, Their quarterback is the worst in the league, and the Browns aren't much better. I mean, Kenny Pickett is 30, uh, 32nd in the league in QBR. Deshaun Watson's 30th. So, Browns have two games. Let's talk about running back. Um, I thought Jerome Ford, like I said, played well. Um, I'm not looking for a number one running back. I'm looking for someone who could come in and give a, a little difference, make a little difference, get somebody different than uh, Jerome Ford. Uh, the first name that pops up in my mind is Leonard Fournette. He is out there. He is unsigned. Uh, he played last year for $7 million. I think you could get him for $2.5, 3000000 this year. Uh, then all the other running backs that are available would have to be through trade. And 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 um, no, uh, the Colts uh, running back um, can't think of his name. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. No, they're not tra- trading for Jonathan Taylor. They're also not going to re-sign uh, uh, Kareem Hunt. The ship has sailed from Kareem Hunt. Get over it. Other players that could be available in trade: uh, Cordell Patterson, Cam Akers. Michael Carter, Rashid Penny. It could involve something simple as a swap pick. Um, of those, I would like to see is Cordell Patterson. Uh, he is a he is a big. He's a good size back. He can catch the ball. He can give you a change of pace. He can give you a difference between Jerome Ford. Um, those are the two I I would target. Uh, why not? Leonard Fournette. Why not? Guy knows how to play. So all is not lost. 
so now they get ready for the Titans. I know the Titans very well. As you all know, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we're about to find out if this run defense is stout and can stop uh, Derrick Henry. Um, the one good news is, is Jim Schwartz knows this Titans team. He was a special advisor for him last year. So he can offer as much insight into this team as anybody on the coaching staff. Their offensive line isn't the greatest in the world. I would say it's worse than Pittsburgh's. Um, if uh, the Browns can uh, limit Henry and put the ball in Ryan Tannehill's hands, they have a, a great opportunity to get back on the on the winning side and go to two and one. Um, but you never know with the, the Titans defense. Um, they can be stout at times, not as good as Pittsburgh. Um, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, a little less than uh, Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati has better defensive ends and linebackers. Um, so a, a big win over Tennessee would help the fan base, would help the team, would help the frame of mind. That's all it is right now. It's a frame of mind. This team is deflated. They lost their, their best player in the first quarter, and or well, in the second quarter. And you just can't – in game, that's tough to overcome. But like I said, it's a short week. They'll forget about this. Don't throw this season down the drain. Don't overreact. We all over – everybody overreacted after the Cincinnati game. Um, but this isn't a time to overreact. Uh, Kevin Stefanski has proven on short weeks he can dial up an offense. The key is going to have to be Deshaun Watson. He he's just got to, he got to calm down, relax, play like you've played before. That's it. That's the key to this this season. Um, by the way. For a guy who's got a bad groin, Amari Cooper looked fantastic last night. I mean, he was open a lot, and Deshaun missed him quite a few times. He was, uh, use Elijah Moore as a weapon. You, you don't have to throw the ball to him. You can line him up in the backfield. You can do different things with Elijah Moore. Um, I just I haven't seen it yet. Um DPJ, I, what the heck was he? What was, ah, oh, they, I don't know. They got to get somebody back there who can return punts because that was just, that was ridiculous. You, you, you can't let the ball go over your head and pin your offense down inside the five possession after possession after possession. Um, and they're going to have to get rid of these stupid penalties. I mean, I mean, Wyatt Teller holding, Posick holding. I mean, these are your supposedly your good offensive linemen. It's it is frustrating, I know, but like I said, not as all not all is lost. The season isn't over yet. Let's see what they do against Tennessee, and then they have a tough game at home against Baltimore. Uh, if they could reach three and one by the bye, I'd be happy. I know a lot of people in Cleveland right now are just are praying they make it to two and two. 
but I think they could beat the Titans. Um, then that sets up a big game against the Baltimore Ravens. Luckily, both games are in Cleveland, which is good news. Let's hope for good weather. Uh, this team is uh, built to stop uh, players like Lamar Jackson. Uh, he hadn't had much success in Cleveland. Um, I know, I know, I know. He came out of the bathroom and beat us. But uh, that was in Baltimore. So let's – they should have beaten them twice last year. But let, let's see what happens. Um, I am, like I said, still confident in this team simply because I think the defense can keep them above water if they keep playing like they're playing. So let's not all panic. Let's not all say fire Stefanski or, or uh, let Dorian Thompson Robinson start. That's not going to happen. Stefanski's staying, and this team is running with Deshaun Watson. Let's fix Deshaun Watson. That should be the key this week. Maybe simple, simplize the, the offense a little bit for him. Um, just put the... Put the ball in his natural abilities. He's got to build his confidence. That is the most important thing for this short week is building the confidence of Deshaun Watson. Okay, that's it for today. I think I've uh, I've, I've uh, talked enough about the Pittsburgh game. I'm over it. I'm moving on. Um, let's hope for a 1-0 this week, and that's the mentality they should take. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to a uh, to the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. Um, you'll hear a lot of ranting and raving this week. I'm I'm kind of waiting for the Pro Football Focus grades to come out. Um, when they do, I will put out my blog at dogpoundsouth.net. Uh, also, I'll dive a little deeper into the running back uh, situation for the Browns. So thanks again. Uh, this is the Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Financial Elves Network. Uh, Financial Elves, the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. Keep your head up, Browns fans. Season's not over yet. Let's not give up after two games. Everybody, enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Things will get better. Go Browns. <laughs>